Hey, Democrats, it's me, Lynn Moira Dichter, and time for Chat with the Chairs. It's your weekly peek behind the curtain as to what's going on with the Seminole County Democratic Party across Seminole County, across Florida, and across the nation. Hi, and welcome to Chat with the Chairs. Today is Friday, October 21st, 22. And we have only 18 days left. You know what, 18, 18. 18, lucky number for me and for Tracy. And it is a lucky number for you because you're now on Chat with the Chairs. How great is that? I'm Tracy Hagan, and I am coming to you from downtown Orlando in my office. And and I'm coming to you from Daytona Beach. Yes, we're doing a split screen. And here's here's what I know. Uh, it has been, it's a great time to be a Democrat in Seminole County for a myriad of reasons. Number one, our congressional candidate, Karen Green. Lynn, was you're right, you're getting, in, I, under, I know you want to get into that. Tell people to tell us that we're there. You oh, always, yes. Right, here's how you get involved in chat with the chairs. You go to the bar underneath oh, and you type in happy Friday. I'm going to pull up the comments so I'll be able to see you when you're here. And I, I am beyond excited about what now... How we structure Chat with the Chairs is probably something I should mention for those of you who are new to this particular podcast and this particular uh, Facebook Live and Twitter Live scenario. Yeah. Uh, What we do is we talk about what happened last week. We talk about what happened the week coming up. We talk about current events. And then we talk about our favorite topic of the day, which is food. And uh, that's that's how it works. And before you know it, it's 30 minutes, 45 minutes, 53 minutes, boom. And you, thank you for being with us. But have, the way I know, Amy Amy Phillips wrote in, hi, happy Friday, just like instructed. Happy Friday. At- okay, Lynn, I want you to talk about the Pride Parade, and then I want to talk about a couple of things. So you I want to say happy, happy to Paul and to Sandy, two of my most favorite people on the planet. Great I'm volunteers. so glad you guys are here. Good afternoon and happy Friday. So last Friday we were together and we uh, went, Tracy and I both went to a very fun house party oh. way out in Oviedo. And that was fun. That was Friday night after we, we had a pass. A lot of DeSantis signs on the way there. It was oh, horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was awful. So we get there and it's our room, a house full of Democrats. And boy, oh boy, was that uplifting. And it was to benefit Carlos Guillermo Smith, who was running for Florida House District 37. And it was so inspiring. My He's always and I are like inspiring. Writing, you know, we're I'm writing think- checks and we're doing what we have to do. And it was spectacular. It was really a fun time. Him. I could listen to him all the time because he's just so excellent on what he's yeah. doing in the legislature, what he's done. He's such sure. a great leader. If you live in Oviedo or you live on the east side of Seminole County, and a lot of people do, Carlos has signs up now. Sandy is saying he lives out on the east side. I don't know if he's in Carlos's district, but I believe that's true. Florida House District 37 takes a big hunk of, of Seminole County, the eastern quadrant, our flank, eastern flank, if you will. And that's where Carlos is now starting to blanket the area with signs, with literature, knocking on doors, all of that. Carlos could use your support and your help. And we started off last week, last Friday night there. And on Saturday, holy smokes. I went to an event that was has always been one of my favorites. It's called the Come Out with Pride Parade. It was downtown Orlando. It, it wound around Orange Avenue, Central Avenue, up another side street. And it there were easily 200,000 people there. The Grand Marshal was a dear friend of mine, posthumously, Doug Bowser, who, um, well, here I will, and they all had, they had, they had shirts, you know, talking about Doug, 
who a dear friend of mine who passed away um, over over the summer. So that was awesome. They had Mayor Buddy Dyer. They had Patty Sheehan from Orlando. They had Anna Escamani. There was Joy Goff Marcel was there. They had in Lake Eola. There was a huge festival. And then, of course, the parade began at yeah. 3 o'clock. Oh, that parade um, is just... It's really, I was right? the one in LA my, or San Francisco. My sister always tells me about that. Yeah. And I think it, it rivals it. If, if not, it's better. You know, right. So here, so wait. So I saw Deborah Palalian, Sarah Henry, Tiffany Hughes, Carlos Guillermo Smith, all it was four a of celebrity our sighting. It was a candidate celebrity sighting. It was great. So there were all of these, you know, I have all these different buckets in my life. One of them is, of course, the political bucket, which, you know, I give you a peek into how what my week is like with that. But my other bucket, I have a lot of friends who are in the gay community in various agencies and various groups that I have known and are part of my family. You know, I call them part of my family. And they were in this parade waving and hugging. And so it was terrific. Val Demings was there with Dr. Jill Biden That's and right. Charlie Crist. Right. And they had a rally on the steps of City Hall. And then we're in the parade. Val not only was waving from a convertible, but she had a whole bus following her, a Val Demings bus. It was spectacular. So these are her people. This is her area. We have got to get that woman elected and get rid of Mark. Oh, Lugo. my God. Speaking of that. OK, so let me talk about two. Things. You want to talk about the debate? Did you see Wait the debate? Can I, can I get a word in, lady? Yeah, okay. please. So Saturday morning, Saturday morning, I was at the farmer's market with Deb handing out voter guides and uh -huh. meeting people and trying to get people to vote and giving them the guides to do so. And I brought my 89-year-old mother with me and I stood right. her there. God bless her. God bless the people that listened to her, but God bless her handing out handouts the other thing is that i went on sat on sunday because we're so close to two canvases i canvassed with carlos in chuliota which is a place that i'd never been to before and sandy you were with me on that one and then i went to deb's and uh joy's canvas in the afternoon up in sanford and so i did two canvases there also very inspiring, getting out, yeah. talking to people. But I will tell you, I had knocked on a door. I had a 26-year-old girl who said, oh, my God, she chased me down the street. I want to get involved in the Democratic Party. I want to be involved. I said, oh, my God, we want you involved. I hooked her up to our Young Dems, Patrick, our leader of the Young Dems Caucus. And hopefully he, he spoke to her. And got her involved, her and her friend, they wanted to get involved because that is where the vote is going to be. The vote is going to be with the youth. We need to turn that vote. And out. women. Women, and, women, well, women. Well, we know that. But to move the needle, to move the needle even more, if we can get the youth out, because the youth lean Democratic. And if we can get them out more and more, we can definitely you know, increase our chances of winning. So that was exciting very exciting for me this weekend. There was something else. Um, oh, you know, and then on another side, not looking back, but yesterday I spent a lot of time in the car. It's part of my job. And I finally figured out how to listen to a podcast. I feel very mature now because I've come, I've done that. <laughs> yeah. And I listen. Uh, it's, it's a good thing I'm you're on. cute because you don't have yeah. the technology down. Well, it's I'm, a good thing you're cute because you do not have the technology gene in you, but. No, I don't. I am I am genetically challenged in that. And but I have listened now to episode two of Ultra One and Two of Rachel Maddow's um, 
podcast. And I must tell everyone out there, it's definitely worth listening to. It's very educational. The way she does, it's very informative, entertaining. And it made my time in the car. I had an hour and a half drive and it went like that. And it was great. But it also... It's very interesting, reaffirms what's going on right now in our politics, that this is not the only very scary time. That's what Rachel keeps saying. Although for me, it feels like the most intense time, which leads me to my other topic, which is pick up today's Sentinel and you will see my latest morning rant in there. Right right here. Well, every morning I call up Lynn and every morning I rant. So finally she said to me, would you put your damn words into a paragraph and I'll yeah. send it to the Sentinel, which is what we did. So if you want, read it, get empowered and join us in this fight, in this election. I want to read you something that made such an impact on people <coughs> that I have. Uh, my phone's been blowing up about this uh, Tracy's letter to the editor today. If you have it, if you get digital uh, <coughs> Sentinel, you can find it there under letters to the editor. And it was this line specifically. <coughs> History... History has shown, and I'm quoting my vice chair right there, Tracy Kagan. History has shown that inaction facilitates the aggressor. And that was a very well-written, meaningful sentence to me. And that's what resonated with me in your letter to the editor. Sitting home on your hands, not getting connected to anything, not doing anything and thinking the next guy's going to do it. It actually facilitates the Republicans, the Moms for Liberty. It facilitates the aggressors in our midst. And whether it is the Nazi party or whether it is people like the Proud Boys. Or or people that are acting like the Nazi party. That is exactly what I'm trying to say. You know, I, I brush against a lot of people in my day. I'm in the courthouse. I brush against a lot of smart, smart people, right? And I brush against a lot yeah, of people. And right. what I don't see, and what sat, that's why I wrote that, is action. It's not enough to say, oh, look what's going on in the world. It's a horrible thing. You need to move the dial and do something against it. Or for it, yeah, I should say. That's right. Um, <clears throat> people are going, even on the, on the chat, Tracy, people are giving you all kinds of accolades. Oh, um, thank and, you. Thank you, know, you everyone. Talk- it was lovely. And uh, somebody asked if this is our first podcast. This is podcast number 37. Um, we have been doing this, you know, backtrack it, you know, for eight months, maybe more. I forget exactly. But we've been doing it every Friday. Um, a great friend and Semdem um, has been putting this up on several platforms. Wherever you get your podcasts, all you have to do is type in chat with the chairs and boom, there it'll be. You can look through every single one that we've done and every one of them has a little name. You'll hear it and it'll be, you know, you can, if you've missed it, you can, you know, Google it or whatever, get it and wherever you get a podcast. So that's, uh, yeah, this is not, I, this is your, someone wants to know if it's your first podcast. Yes, we've turned Chat with the Chairs into a podcast. For me, it's my first. For Tracy, it's her first. Oh, yes, right? we've never. First time you've listen, ever done a podcast. Yeah. I, I think that Lynn and I should take it on the road. I mean, I love this, and I would love to do town halls in each one of our county, in one of our little areas, towns, Altamont, Winter Springs. And maybe that's what we'll do after this election, getting ready for 2024. We'll take our little talk show on the road. But I will tell you this. We have, if you're bored in the car, plug us in. You can listen to us all the time. That's true. I will tell you, here's something interesting. Sandy was looking, listening to NPR and says, as a grandma in Georgia said on NPR, quote, 
inflation will come and go, but your rights will not come back if you vote for the Republicans. I've heard that, you know, so I've heard that so many times. You know, the price of milk will be the price of milk. The price of gas will be the price of gas. But your right to vote may not be there again. And that, that says it all. I mean, the bottom line is I, I listen to MSNBC and CNN and they're talking about inflation. They're now talking about crime. You know, it's the same old rhetoric, crime, immigration. They're talking all those issues again. But the bottom line is in order to talk those issues, in order to have that discourse, you need to be able to vote. And if your vote and your freedom to vote is, is, not, is taken away, and not just vote, but to have it count because it's one thing to vote, and then if they get in there and they have their electors and they throw it in the trash. So if democracy declines, that's what this election is really about. You know what? You can always make money. We can always deal with inflation, but we cannot always have democracy. And that's why that's it's true. Phenomenal. Well, you know, one of the things that when we look back at last week, one of the things that for me was the highlight was one of the highlights um, was on Tuesday night. Was it Tuesday? Was it, was it Thursday? Um, it was the debate between Val Demings and Marco oh. Rubio. It, it came from Palm Beach County. It was broadcast all over the state of Florida. And of course the excerpts <clears throat> were all done all over the place. Now it was um, uh, from the beginning to the end, she wiped the floor with this little Marco guy and he had nothing to say that made any funny. sense at all. Um, well, there yeah, were, and uh, then, yeah, go ahead. That yeah. debate, my, I don't know, the sun's in my eye, I don't know, whatever. But the other debate that I watched was Warnock, right? Because mm-hmm. they're, all, they're all debating, okay? But this is Florida. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you know, it, to me, to me, all of our candidates, all these candidates nationwide that are on the Democratic ticket are so smart. They are really moving to serve the public. They are public servants right. and they get it. The other people are what I call posturing. They're placeholders and they're posturing. And they're just people to take an R to fill in the dot so that the uh, what the McCon- Mitch McConnells and the Grahams can tell them how to vote. And they are not. One of the things them. that you're. No, you're absolutely right. The debate between DeSantis and um, Charlie Crist is Monday night. Oh, and again, it will be. It'll be broadcast live. I think we should now, watch that with a drink in our hand. I think that, you know, somebody suggested today to me, texted me and said we should have a watch party somewhere where we could watch it together. Oh, um, what is that, Monday night? Monday night. We're having a watch mm-hmm. party, by the way, at Fourth Street Grill on November 8th. It's called an election night victory party. And I'll be watching. That's right. And you could watch us come on down. But I will watch Monday night. I mean, I don't know. I wasn't thinking of going out Monday night. But if you want to go out Monday night and watch it, usually I sit in my living room with my sweatpants on so I could scream at the television. So I love that. I, you know, somebody there, a couple people are suggesting we have a uh, communal watch party on Monday night. Let me just put on my thinking cap and figure out where we can do such a thing. But yes, we will. uh, That that's a great idea. Now, Um, I I just want to throw out a little bit of information about somebody who is an activist who has graced us with her presence all week. And that is a woman, uh, you know, her name um, is uh, Joy, not Joy Goff-Marcel. No, her name is Joy. I won't give her last name. It's not important. She comes from Palm Springs and she is an activist in California. And she does her homework and calls into 
into states and into areas of states where she feels she can help and knock on doors and canvas and move the needle in communities. She came to uh, Seminole County this week. She was been, she came in on Sunday, she's leaving this Sunday, and she has knocked on hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of doors in just four days. She met me at the office on Tuesday and did two. On Wednesday, she did two. On Thursday, she took four different packets. She has done at least, I would say, at least 400 doors. And, and no, she, you know what? Uh, people, people that are out there, 400 doors, oh, 400 doors. But if you're a canvasser like Lynn and I and you go out canvassing, that's a lot. When we go out on a turf, it's like 42 homes, 46 homes. 400 homes. This woman is moving. She must wear roller skates. She's She's going. a beast. She's a beast. She's an activist. And she said she called somebody, her host family, you know, somebody she knows in Orange. And they said, you know, we're blue here. You know who could use your help? Go to Seminole. They're more organized. They have a system. And sure enough, we're getting lots of people who tell us this. I talked to the BBC yesterday because they want to. Oh, you um, did? How did that go? Yes, she finally got, we connected. We've been ping-ponging uh, voicemail. And finally, I talked to her. She wants to do a live spot with me on election night, which, Good. of course, I'll do from our watch party. You know, I'll step outside and I'll talk to, you know, people. It's a global audience. And the reason is because Seminole County, specifically our race for Congress, our governor, our, our senator, all of these things are on the national and the global stage. Now, as the chair of little old Seminole County, can we really do much for Senate, governor, and Congress? Well, we certainly can do something for Congress, for, for Karen Green, who I don't know if you were with us from the beginning, but the Orlando Sentinel endorsed her uh, in today's her. paper. Good for her. So, yeah. Good for us. Which is great. And the other, uh, you know, and the other guy, I don't even know who he is. I don't even think he lives here. Um, Mills, he is the Mills. Most, They call He's her a- opponent. Listen to this. They call him one of the most savagely radical among a subset of militaristic GOP candidates seeking House and Senate seats. Yeah, this he's is a carpet bagger also. He doesn't live here. He doesn't even live here. No, he lives yeah, in uh, I mean, just like Virginia or something. Yeah, he's and like he refuses to debate. He will not debate Karen Green. Yeah, well, that's so, their latest thing. You know that they don't, first they have ghost candidates. Now they don't show up. They don't do debates. Yeah. They don't, they just don't do it. I was shocked that Rubio actually showed up for his debate. You know, because he doesn't show up to to, to uh, the Senate at all. So I was really. Oh, that's surprised. a good point. Right, right, right. So I thought, you know, I thought to myself, you know, uh, with with Karen's debate, she's sitting there at WESH, I believe, ready to go on with Greg Fox. And literally five minutes before they are starting to roll the cameras, they get a text message that says he is not available. You know, like the dog ate my homework or some kind of like lame excuse. So like did that. she do? Did so they it turns her? out. Uh, no, they're not going to do a one-sided debate. So no, they had she had to go home, and and so wait a minute. But not not five minutes after he bailed on the debate, he's posting pictures at a fundraiser in Virginia. He had no intention of ever coming to this. This dog ate my homework, a cockamamie excuse that he gave. You know, his mother had a hangnail or something. It was something completely lame. And so you know, boy, that's I don't really bad. I think Wes Wes should have let her. Wes should have given her some airtime. You know, that yeah. Wes should have yeah. given her some airtime because I have to tell you, that's mm. just crap. And to get away with it. See, that's what I hate. I hate when they're getting away with it. I, anyway. All Somebody I says is, that she really wants to walk or saw, have sea signs in Lake Mary, the um, Reinhardt Road area. Because she says true. over there on Reinhardt, it's polluted with signs of, you know, you should not be named. You know, we're not going to name these 
candidates, but she said it's a Republican pocket and she wants to see some Democratic presence over there. So I have signs in my car. I'll make sure that we make sure, you know, we get over there. So, well, let's um, talk about the signs. Lynn and I have a lot of signs for Charlie and Val and we need them in your yard. We need them (coughs) on your corner. We need them out but we would like some donations for them to give to our candidates so they can do more, more airtime, more digital, more mail. So if anyone wants a sign, re, you know, please reach out to the SEMDEMS office or one of us and we will get them to you. Listen, we have like a DoorDash sign delivery. So if you want it yeah, and, you, right. and you can't get it, I, ready I dashed today. I did a sign dash. I did a dash today. Um, I got a, a, a text from our uh, organ, the organizer of the delivery service that we do. And he said, there's an opening. The, the guy bought two signs in Altamont. I found this cute, na- this gorgeous neighborhood in like way deep down in Where? Altamont. I've never, never been there before. And it, um, I can't remember the name of the road, but it doesn't matter. All I know is I brought him. He said, please, I wish I could see more of these out. You know, there are Democrats in hidden little pockets. Don't you know what? Then then I'm going to suggest this. If we can um, sell them all or get them all donated, then if you're out there and you want to help us, we have signs. And if you want to take some signs and strategically put them on Reinhardt Road, please help us because, you know, yes, I can use the steps, but I'm exhausted. And so we right. can use some help. Well, actually, I was thinking on Sunday morning, you know, I'm looking for places that have a lot of cars, traffic, that kind of right. thing. You know, yeah. I don't want to sit in the middle of some isolated spot where there's not a lot of people. So I was thinking on Sunday, because Saturday we're canvassing in Sanford and Sunday afternoon we're canvassing in Sanford also. Sunday, uh, Saturday is Deb and Kelly. And I think Sunday is Deb and Joy or Deb, Joy and Kelly or something in Sanford. So one is Saturday morning, 10 to noon, and Sunday is 1 to 3. So that's what's coming up this weekend. But I was thinking Sunday morning, you know, somebody, they're begging us for signs in Oviedo. I got a lot of people who said, you want to go be? over when there you... and do like a sign? So I want to go to that townhouse restaurant. Oh. And I want to park myself in that parking lot with my trunk open and the signs in my car. You should go there and for I breakfast. want to, you know, I want to see if we morning. can. Don't you think that's a good spot? Yeah, I think it's a great spot Sunday morning for breakfast or brunch after church if people go, whatever, and uh, just be there, be visible. Listen, the truth of the matter is we can it can never hurt to get the signs out at this point. No. So, you know, right. also I signed up for um, my poll job, my poll watching. I'm yes. Be poll watching. Early voting starts Monday. That's what now let's talk about. We talked about how busy we were last week. Let's talk about what's coming up. Starting this weekend, we talked about canvassing Saturday and Sunday. We talked about where I'm probably going to do a pop up on Sunday at the townhouse parking lot. Um, and uh, that's that's this weekend. But Monday, 7 a.m. at the five libraries at Westmont Oak Community Center at the, the Aquatic Center in Oviedo. I think there are seven spots um, for early vote. And um, <laughs> we will. You know, we will. I'm voting. I'm personally voting on Monday and then I'm doing poll watching on Monday. Oh, good. Good for you. What time are you oh, going? And here's something exciting. Just a personal note. Today, my youngest daughter is 18. Stella's birthday is today. And mom and daughter will go vote on Monday early voting. Now, the interesting thing. Oh, is that's great. When Sophie was turning 18, her very first election, she got to vote for her mother. 
which was really kind of exciting. Oh, yeah. that's cool. That's great. Yeah. So now yeah, Stella and I will go Monday um, and vote. Yeah. She just got a letter from Chris Anderson saying that she is allowed to vote. And so now she's another voter. I love that. Another so Democrat we need to get in the her house. House. We need to get another a voter guide into the hands of those people because they, they're brand new to the system. They don't know how it works necessarily. I mean, in your house, she knows because she sees you immersed in it. But in many cases, they don't know. So... That's the that's the great news. And it, they always make a big deal once they find out. And I'll, I'll be curious to see if they do this in your library or wherever you're going, because what they end up doing is they say, is this your first vote? And, you know, she'll say, you know, sheepishly, a lot of the kids. Oh, yeah, it is. And they make a big to do about it, you know, because it's her first time voting. So they it's always very make exciting. It. it was adorable. Now, as a poll watcher, you're wondering, what does that mean? I am. I'm going to be standing there. Tracy will, too, with this giant orange placard hanging around my neck that says don't talk to me i can't talk to you i'm just here to sort of make sure my eyes are in the room make <laughs> it'll sure be the exactly. first time that lynn and i will be quiet well no i did it at the you know this is my the final word from patricia sigmund as i got out of the car to do my first poll watching during the primary season she said tracy's outside please don't get arrested so I thought, okay, you know, because she said, Tracy will be your divorce, you know, you're a divorce lawyer, you're a defense attorney, if, you know, that's what she does for a job. But she said, go into that Castleberry library and zip it. Now, I am a rule follower, so I will not, you know, if they say don't say a word, you know, we've had people thrown out, they rip the sign off your neck. If you say, boo, if you say a syllable to anyone in there, if you see someone you know coming to the table, and I saw several people you know, coming and they kind of give you the wink, 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 you know, like, but I'm not allowed to say anything, you know, and I point to the sign, like, zip it. You can't say a word. I have never been anywhere where Tracy Kagan is quiet. I, no. And never. Movie, I, I am quiet in a movie theater. And I, you don't mumble to the person sitting no, next to you? No, I don't. I hate that. I hate that. I love going to the movies. I can't even remember the last time I went to a theater. No, I can't even. But absolute quiet. And uh, when I watch a certain show that is my all-time, all-time favorite, there has to be silence. But oh other than God. that, this will be a challenge. I'm telling you, if you see something that looks like it's tomfoolery going on, some shenanigans, I know you're going to blab it out. And it's like, oh, you're going to get thrown out of there. We're going to be in trouble. So here's the rule with the poll watching. And it's, you know, the, you have to get your packet and you have to, you know, you have to wear your placard in there and all this Anyway, the rule is you can only talk to one person there. And that is the clerk of your particular location not the worker sitting on the line not the deputy clerk not anybody else certainly not the voter you can't interrupt them for one second you have to just stand there like a cigar store indian and you may not say a word why are we there then because if there are people there who are spanish speakers and there's no label that says yo hablo espanol we we're basically to to there to make we're basically there to protect the voters' rights and to make sure there's no tomfoolery. And if there right. is, then we have like what we call the bat phone. We get on our phone and we text it to this boiler room. And the boiler room is a group of attorneys, I'm assuming, and they give us what to do where they deal with the problem. So let's don't come. We can't go with a whistle and stop. We can go on our phone and we right. can report it. It's going to be so we will report it if there's some, you know, if somebody gets turned away because they don't have the proper ID. This is also something you should keep your eyes open. They're not allowed to ask you for a driver's license when you step up to the window, when you step up to your person, your worker. They're not supposed to because you don't have to have a driver's license to be able to vote. What they're supposed to say is, do you have a photo ID? 
Now, that's all they are supposed to ask for. They may not ask you for a driver's license, but I can't tell you the number of times that the, the, the nice men and women sitting on the line say, I need your driver's license, and, which is completely not allowed. Um, so those are the kind of things. The Spanish thing I had a problem with during the primary. Asking for a photo, uh, a driver's license versus a photo ID. That was a problem. And I, I, I didn't want them to put me, you know, what was the line I used? Nobody puts baby in the corner, right, from the movie. Nobody puts Lynn in the corner. And they wanted, when I first got to my location, they wanted to put me in a place where I couldn't see anything or hear anything. And since my job is to see and hear what's going on, you have to make sure, Tracy, that they are putting you in a place where you can see and hear what's happening at the, at the window, you know, at, at the line. Of, of I will. I will. I will be doing mine mostly at Westmont Park. I will be there. Oh, good. On, I think it's Monday. I'm, I'm. I think I'm doing three days next week. I don't know. Larry, help me. Helping yes. me. And and so now I'm registered to do that. I'm doing canvassing this weekend, and um and I don't know whatever else you delegate that I should do. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I'm your girl. Uh, it's really been, it's been uh, most maybe exciting. Maybe I'll sell so. some signs, you know, get some signs. Actually, ironically enough, I'm in an office and my office faces the street with a window. I could actually put a sign in my window, but I just don't know if that's protocol. I might try and push the envelope. Anyway, bottom line is, okay, let's move on. It's 328. I don't want to waste up time. Oh, uh, no. Okay. Wait, we got, we got stuff. We got stuff to talk about. So um, next week, all the library, seven to seven. Um, Wakaiva Library, Castleberry, Lake Mary, Oviedo, um, who am I forgetting? Um, yeah, somebody, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I don't mean to forget you. Um, I said Oviedo, Lake Mary, Sanford, oh my goodness, Sanford Library, and then of course the two brand new, one brand new place at the Westmont uh, Community Center, so, and the Oviedo uh, aquatic center. So those are all open next week. And if you um, can help us by, if you know, I have people who say I'm not mobile. I can't knock on doors. What you can do is hand out voter guides. You just have to sit there. Oh my God. There. I can't right. even tell you, I'm going to park my mother in a, um, a lawn in chair, a, yeah, in a lawn chair in a soccer chair by, by a library with voter guides. It's perfect for her. And there's a sign that says, ask me for a voter guide and go to that person, that lovely volunteer. Tracy Starkweather has some system, you know, she and her husband are going to put the signs out. We're going to make sure they have the signs for Westmont. And I will say, I will say that I have, I'm sorry, but I have the best cluster. I have the you best. You do. Oh, yes, you do. I do. I have the best at Tracy Starkweather. She is on the money. That group chat goes 24-7. I can't even mm. leave the conversation. I'm in court, and it's pinging, pinging, pinging. I'm like, wait. Oh, oh, my God. Wait. You know what, what? I forgot to say? Somebody corrected me. There's another place we keep forgetting when it comes to early vote, and that is the supervisor of elections office. Thank you. Whoever you, you know why? Me. I'm going to tell you why. Because we know who lives there, I think it's I think it's subliminal. We just don't want to be near that person. I know. Well, that's just true. Saying. As Lynn you says, know. this is a Lynn saying. I've, I've been with her enough. Just saying. That's what she said. Yeah. So I was at the supervisor's office last week because they calibrated the machines. I was the only Democrat in the room, and it's important to have you know that expression from Hamilton in the room where it happens. You know, I like love that. to in the and, room and, where it happens. I am that not. I, I wanted to be there when they calibrated the machines. So I got a certified letter. He told me when it was. I went out there. I saw them calibrating the machines. And there are these people standing behind the velvet ropes just watching. But 
a lot of times they're standing behind this bank of machines and I can't see or hear anything because I'm not tall enough. And I'm just, I just, what, what? I can't hear you. So I'm like yelling, like I can't, I can't, it's supposed to be open to the public, but not if you're mumbling in the back. Like I can't, that's not public to me. So I, of course, said, if you're going to have a conversation about this process, can you have it on this side of the machines? Because I can't see or hear you. So then they know I'm already troublemaker, right? So it's like, okay, fine. So then I'm talking to a guy standing also at the velvet ropes and we're not allowed to cross over, you know, and all that. And he's chatting me up and we're doing this and that. And he says, oh, this is very even, like this is very nonpartisan, right? And I said, he said, this canvassing board is very balanced. I said, uh, not really. It's four Republicans and one Democrat. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, what? That doesn't sound, that doesn't sound even. I said, well, no, it's four and one. I said, look, Seminole County is completely two Republican, two Democrat, and one no party person. That would be fair and balanced, if you will, to pardon, to grab an expression from a network I don't watch very much. But it's not two, two, and one. It's four Republicans and one Democrat. And it wouldn't even have been one Democrat if the county commissioner had chosen to serve. But the county commissioner picked a woman who was a, a Democrat, uh, you know, just uh, probably by mistake, you know, who knows. But it used to be that there were other judges who were appointed who were Democrats, but now it's two judges, both Republican. It's, it's uh, Chris Anderson and some former elected official, both Republicans. That's four Republicans and one Democrat. The canvassing yeah, board it gets, is it critical gets when it comes to our, our crazy. I, I just oh, want to say you. something I want to just say something because I've been reading a lot about this on Twitter, you know, and there is a lot of make sure that if you do your mail-in ballot, make sure it's been received. There's been a, quite a few people that were told only oh. when they called that it was thrown to the side because the signatures didn't match. They are going to attempt to disenfranchise us on every level. So absolutely, if you did a mail-in ballot, Make that phone call and make sure that it was well. Received. There's actually another way. Oh, well, you know what? There's a way of checking to see if it was received because, but I want to know if it's received. It has to be make sure it was counted. They re- they'll tell you it was received, but you need to make sure that the, the signature matched up and it was counted because they're doing that now. Oh, 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 interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. Very interesting. You can track your ballot, but it's different than if it has to be cured. In other words, if they think there's something funky going on with your ballot, they put it in a different bucket and they'll try to contact you. But maybe you could be assertive and say, is mine in the cure bucket or is it okay? Has it gone right? Exactly. Exactly. And then, right. Mm. Because and after the election, it'll be too late to cure them. So. I, that's right. I mean, quite honestly, I get the mail-in ballot. I understand why people do it. But me, I think early voting is the best. There is no line. I get to fill in the dot and I get to put it in that little machine. And, and I feel good about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's yeah. And me. you get your, that's and me. You get your and sticker, that's right? You get your democracy. Right. Yeah. You, know, you can mail um, it. You can do whatever. Anyway, it's uh, yeah, so I really want people to know that it starts Monday morning, 7 a.m. And it runs all the way through November 6th, which is Sunday. And that's the Souls to the Pulse. There are two Sundays, the 6th and whatever the previous Sunday would be, the 30th, I guess, um, of October. And it's, so it's two full weekends that you have to vote. 
the 30th, you know, the 29th and 30th or the 5th and 6th of November. And then they don't do anything on Monday before the vote. And then Tuesday, it opens up at 82 precincts around Seminole County. And that's where you go to your local church or center and you can vote wherever, you know, you're right. And, you know, to tell you the truth, if if you don't like lines and you don't even know where your new voting area is because they did so many shim shams, be like me. Go to a library. It's so easy. You walk in, you do your thing, and you leave. I'll be there Monday. I'm going with Stella. Come join Stella and I. I'm going to be at the Castleberry Library 7 to 11 on, on Monday also. So, so you're I 7 to 11? I think I'm 7 to 11 at Westmont. Larry's going to get me my schedule. Over. But anyway, okay. Yeah. So it's three thirty-six. What do you want to do? It's you all right. Know? It's all right. There's there's things there. We got we got things to do. If we don't talk about it now, what are we going to talk about? All right. What's our next topic? What I don't want to talk about? about it on November 9th. As Tracy says in her article here. Wait a minute. Let me just quote it from the letters to the editor today in the newspaper. It says. My favorite line, I'll start there. History has shown that inaction facilitates the aggressor. So many people are turning a blind eye and yet will wake up on November 9th and ask, what happened? How could this be? Don't be one of those people. Don't just sit on your hands and then scratch your head on the day after and say, what happened here? It's too late. This is when we're going to talk about it. Oh, I know what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the reason why you really need to get motivated, as if you needed another one, is the latest thing that DeSantis is trying to do now by calling out teachers and firing or terminating. We're in a teacher shortage. It's enough to get paid 30 cents a day. And now... Really? And now he wants to call them out and say, if you mention gay or human rights or anything that borders on what he calls inappropriate. And here's the thing. If you go to court, the judge would never allow this. It would be void for vagueness. That's what they would say. You can't rule on something that's arbitrary and discretionary like that. So he wants to fire. If that's not enough reason to get up and vote now, now he's croaching on the teachers. Not enough not to say gay, but now you can be fired for it. How about that? And it also is, it's also starting up a tattletale squad. If there's a parent who who rats you out, just like they did with the Jews in Germany or whatever, they ratted out where the the Jews were. And now the the children go home, right. The kids go home, they tell their parents, their parents tattletale to somebody, and that teacher is fired and can't get their license withdrawn. I have to be honest with you. I really have to be honest with you. You know, my dad was a teacher for 25 years. I don't think that, and my sister's a teacher out in L.A., I don't think that I could ever be a teacher in Florida because, like you said, I can't keep my mouth shut because I, I love all people. And I would love those children and love them up. They need that loving up. Every kid in that school needs to feel loved and supported. And if you, you know, I I don't think I could ever work under DeSantis or even be in a room with him, let alone work. No, no, no. So somebody, Amy, this Amy Phillips, who's been with us since the beginning, said she went to that board of education meeting yesterday where they approved of the tattletale squad or whatever it is. And she said Equality Florida was there. Of course, all the, you know, LGBTQ supporters and stuff. And she said so many people spoke against it and they still voted yes. Yeah, they were going to vote yes. They were going to vote yes regardless because the bottom line is 
you know, I, I also follow Twitter about this and, and people's statements. Some people's statements are so on the money. They're like, thank you, DeSantis, for solving something else that was not an issue. And what about my property taxes and right. my homeowner's insurance? You know, what about yeah. my roads? What about getting unemployment with the unemployment system the way it is? Thank you for creating an issue that was not there. This man is all about, look at me. I'm fabulous. I cannot tolerate uh, him. No, horrible. So I also want to say, wait, you know, you made me think of something. It's, it's, it's very, very important, you know, that we don't, you know, history repeats itself. Um, and this to me is the tattletale squad of years gone by, of decades ago. It's the tattletaling on your neighbors, ratting out your kid's teacher, doing, and the teachers don't have any recourse... We had a whole 1950s on a red scare on McCarthyism. I mean, we had a whole thing. Oh, my God. What about Trump's comment about the Jews and Kanye West? And what about the rise of anti-Semitism? And what's become tolerable as free speech and not as hate speech? Right? There is yeah. no other Republican, not one. Rubio and DeSantis and Rick Scott are three Floridians. Have they ever, they never commented on the derogatory and anti Semitic. In fact, DeSantis never commented on the Nazis that were marching and, and uh, out in, uh, by celebration. I mean, it's, de- it's right. deplorable. They're deplorable. They want to talk about he has yet to He has yet to, um, you know, uh, challenge when they were marching at UCF, right, in our neighborhood, right in Carlos's district. They were marching. He has yet to um, speak up for those who were disenfranchised and for the kid that was hit and beaten up by people who were wearing swastikas. They have stuff hanging over I-4 with Nazi symbols um, in our community in 2022. That's what I keep saying to Jerome over and over and over again. I go, I cannot believe we're in 2022. I cannot believe, and this is, let me finish my rant. I cannot believe that if they took all this energy we could cure cancer. We could deal with clim- the climate change. Yeah. You know, we could deal yeah. with homelessness. There is so much that we could do to move the needle forward and to help each. If they were truly Christian, that's what we would be doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I mean, they just like to throw these kind of things around. And they're not living by the precepts of, that, of the faith because the faith is not judgy like that. No, they're using religion. They're using religion as a gaslight to gaslight all of us about how great their their values are. Like Herschel Walker, he's such a fabulous guy who had fathered four children, doesn't know their names. And And paid for abortion. Right. I mean, you know, you have that. Then you have Rick Scott who cheated and took the fifth a million times and cheated all the, on the, um, uh, the fraud, his insurance company and fraud and all that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's unbelievable. I don't know. Marjorie green Taylor, how is she in government? Oh, you got her name cockeyed, but I know who you mean. Yeah, I know. Oh, Marjorie Um, Taylor green. What I said. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know who you meant. Everybody knows who you meant. It's fine. Um, I, I think that, you know, uh, we have somebody on here. I think it was Tracy who said they're trying, you know, like you have said to me a million times, you said, if this guy gets elected, I'm looking for another place to move. I'm looking to move out. I'm going to, you know, where am I going to go, though? Like you said in your article, where if, if America falls, wait, this was a great line, too. You were very good that day, that morning, from your car, dictating this whole thing. It was very I good. You said, I know. It says, 
I will not sit quietly on the sidelines and watch the ugliness fester. If America falls, where is our safe haven? Where can we go? The time for action is now. Let's not let it get to the point where we have fascists you know, running this. You know, I just want to say, speaking about that, where can we go? There is a trend happening. Look in Venezuela. Look at Italy now. They just they just elected a fascist, fascist. government. Fascist. You know, yes. you have you have Putin, which goes without saying. Venezuela and what was the who's the other guy? Um, oh gosh, Brazil. 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 About I Brazil. couldn't think of it. Yeah, and you look at this, and it's very very scary. It doesn't seem that people read their history books, so they're not studying history. We're not talking even about a century ago. Right? We're talking about maybe 50, 60 yeah. years Bolsonaro, ago. Bolsonaro, that's right. Thank you, Sharice. Right. Bolsonaro is right. Sharice came up with the name right away, Bolsonaro. Fred says he wants to go to Canada, but it's too cold. Somebody suggests Mazatlan, Mexico. You know, the, Tracy says she's going to France. I have to ask her if that's what she's doing with her uh, language program that she and I are both on. She must be doing French because she's doing, you know, I'm doing German. You know, don't even ask. So that's, you know, this is... Um, it's a very frightening time and you can do something about it. Don't just sit on your thumbs. It is, you know, I know that Tracy gets hands out of hand out a voter guide. Hand, come canvas with us. I'm begging you. I'll buy you a cup of coffee. Come canvas with us. Do a voter yeah. guide. You know, do something so that you know when it's all right. over that you did the best you can and you could sleep at night with a clear conscience. When you put That's your right. head on the pillow, you don't want to say on the, the, the day after. Should have could have Should have You know, they said, oh, all I have to do is push text message. Text, 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 text. It takes two seconds and is very helpful. And that, you know, I couldn't, you know, Tracy sometimes gets frustrated with people she knows who, you know, don't seem to either be aware of the problem or they don't get connected and engaged and do anything. They just sit around, you know, and um, I don't know what. So she, I said, here's what you need to know. Not everybody is um, going to be an activist. Not everybody is going to be as passionate as I am and get all worked up and get agita like me. But there are people who can do something. Give them something that they can do from the comfort of their kitchen table. And that's where they may be helpful. So, and that's you know, where you can write a postcard. You can do text banking, phone banking, right. an hour out of... Think about this. If you did that an hour a day and we got Val Demings elected, would you not feel like, man, I did something good? I right? did it. You know, I can't tell you how many times she sends me... Actually, my, she sends Wayne more than me. You know, can you brush in $5? Oh, can you I send know. in $5? Can you send in $5, $5, $5, $5? And, and you know what? Nobody, me. you know, your life won't be turned upside down if you give her $5. That's true. And she needs to do, you know, to get in front of you, to do digital, to do TV ads. You see these horrible ads making her out to be the devil incarnate, which she is not. She is a strong, vocal, active, you know. Yes, like, that's the other thing that I hate. Okay, so here's the double standard for a woman and maybe a black woman. But for as a woman... If I'm assertive in the courtroom and I'm in that courthouse, I'm known as the bitch, right? Yeah, I'm sorry, right. but that's it. And if, I, if I'm quiet, then she's meek and she's demure. You cannot win as a woman. They are making Stacey Abrams and they are making Val Demings to be angry black women. Well, I'm sorry. Well, you know, that's, that's not what was all, I was on Twitter during her debate. And they said, she's not doing herself any favors. She's coming off like an angry black woman. You know what? That would never be said against a man. Ever never. in a million years, ever. Never. Nope. Mm -mm. So never. it's, there is completely a lopsided uh, double, a double a standard. Double it's a double standard. standard. Yeah. 
That's right. Double speak. All right, Lynn, I do have to wrap this up because I have to get back all right, to it. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let me go. All right, let's talk. You want to talk about something fun, food? Should we do food? Yeah, I love food. Oh, let's go. Okay, food. Some of these are good and some of these are, mm. All right, today is your daughter's, your youngest daughter is now a grown-up. She's now 18. Uh, she can now, you know, you may have to defend her in court. Now she's 18. I'm still, right? I'm still 35. I don't know how that I know. How did be. this happen? I know. It's I like, right? Know. Today, the food of the day... Uh, the 21st of October is pumpkin cheesecake. <gasps> I love anything pumpkin, anything Costco. That is, I was in, I was in Costco this morning. I got my gas. I ran in to get our birthday cake and they had the pumpkin pies there for five ninety nine. I really had to wheel my wagon around it because I was so afraid. Five ninety nine. It, it's cheaper than making it. And who would make uh, it? Listen, anyway? uh, you know, just like you said, you like everything pumpkin, pumpkin spice, pumpkin this, pumpkin that. If it's pumpkin, I'm running. I can't, I can't, oh, I can't do I, it. Pump, pumpkin soup, pumpkin cake, pumpkin bread. It's a good, mm. fall is, fall is my happy time. It's good stuff. Oh, no. Mm. No. So anyway, so you'll be very happy to know that your daughter's birthday is also National Pumpkin Cheesecake Day. Uh, tomorrow is, you know, I just had this, you know, I'm always looking to see how can I get more protein in my diet. So tomorrow is a great day for me because it is uh, National or International Nut Day. So whether it's cashews, mm. whether it's pecans, whether it's pistachios, whether it's I'm a huge, I've got a yeah, any kind. Tomorrow is the day to go crazy. It's nut day tomorrow. I mean, not cuckoo nuts, but you know, nut. That, although I, I've been called a little we are, we are already there with the cuckoo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and Sunday is you know this is my I think it's my husband's favorite kind of well it's his favorite kind of donut. I imagine it's one of his highlighted pies also, but it's Boston cream pie. Mm. He loves Boston uh, cream donuts, you know, with the chocolate on the outside and that's junk in, inserted in the jelly. Not like my the thing, donut. not my thing. Not he my thing. loves it. And so Boston cream pie is Sunday's food of the day. Uh, for some reason, as I was writing this down, I looked at for curiosity because sometimes I don't even know what the food is. So I skip over it. Um, I looked to see what was Monday. It is two. It's a double Monday. This is the funniest thing ever. Um, it's two things. One of them is great, and one of them is yucky to me. The the great one is it's good and plenty day. You know, licorice, those good and plenty. I hate, I hate good and plenty. Love good and plenty. I hate So licorice. to me, okay. oh, you're kidding. See, no. there it is. I hate pumpkin. You hate licorice. It's a, it's a wacky combination we are. But it's also National Bologna Day. No, no. no okay, no. so if you like jail and you like prison – then you get to eat as much bologna as you want. <laughs> is that right? Do they serve oh, bologna? bologna? Is that what they serve? White bread slapped together. That is that's reason enough not to go to jail or prison. I'm not breaking any the laws. Food. In fact, my brother well, when he well, was a little maybe boy, maybe we we'll lose weight. Maybe we'd lose weight. Yeah, I don't think so. I think that when my brother was a little boy, he would only have a bologna sandwich in his lunchbox. And I think that because he ate it every single day, my mother had to pack him a bologna sandwich. I hate bologna. So she, you know, like, give it to Eddie. I don't like it. Give it to Eddie. So he ate bologna every single day. I think now he is like, mm -mm. no, no good. You know, after you eat something so often. Anyway, yeah, so Monday like is a bologna, lot of sodium. Uh, bologna and uh, good and plenty day. So that's, that's that. Now we have already, we've, you know, what did they, remember the show? I don't know if you ever listened to NPR. But they, they had click and clack, the Tappet brothers. They did car yes. repairs and yes, all that. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, right? So, you know, like, it just shows you how I'm 100 years old, right? So at the <laughs> end of the hour, they would say, you've wasted another whole hour with us. 
you know, on uh, the car guys or car talk or whatever it was called. So you, I'm going to now say it with chat with the chairs. You have wasted another perfectly good hour with us. Um, we have gone way and over we our thank time. you for that. We thank you for that. Yes, a lot of good people. Let's go back to cheesecake. No bologna, Tracy said. No bologna. Um, oh, fried bologna. That sounds worse. Oh, people are going crazy with the food. Ay, ay, ay. Anyway, enough about food, but I'm not never enough about an election. And it is it is the time. The time is now. I keep saying it's now or never. Let's go, folks. You know, we're not we're not kidding. There's 18 days left. When we meet next time, 11 days, are you doing the math with me? It's really getting to crunch time. So <laughs> please do whatever it is here. And uh, that's it. We've got to get rid of these extremist candidates and make Seminole County safe for our children and for future generations here in, uh, in Lynn, Seminole County. I love you, but I must. Right, it's love, love, love. Must All right, we're going. Much. We'll see you next week. We're here every Friday, 3 to 3. As they say, peace out. Peace out.